0: Geek Vibes Live is rated G for Geek Hey,
1: this is Matt Lesher This is Phil Lamar Hey, this is Rob Taylor, A.K.A. The Timon Scott You are listening to Geek Vibes Live
2: Welcome, 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 everyone, to an all-new episode of Geek Vibes Live. We titled this episode, Shine the Bat-Signal. You will know why very soon, but first, let me introduce our panelists. First up, Dane. What's going on, Dane?
0: Hey, how's everyone doing out there? It's a wonderful Sunday, Sunday morning-ish, noon, whatever. It's 71 degrees in Sugar Hill. Have a great time.
3: <laughs> All right.
2: That was our weather update from from Dane. Thank you very much. Uh, Nick, try to top that.
3: What's going on, buddy? Uh, there's no way I'm going to top that. So I will just say, hey, how's it going? It is. It has been a nice, Sunday morning, um, and uh, dogs won yesterday, so again, I am happy.
2: All right, and I would like to say, dogs. What's going on, Joel? But Joel isn't on yet, so we'll wait for that. Um, <laughs> Damn you, Joel. Exactly, so Joel calls in, we will move on. Uh, <clears throat> excuse me, let's start off with Dark Phoenix. We got a trailer. Uh, let me say this before I get into the trailer. It was really weird that the trailer didn't premiere um, on the night that the Gifted uh, uh, premiered at season two. I just thought like that would have went hand in hand with both X-Men. Um, instead, they decided to release it on a late, late night show that no one really was up for to watch. But sure. cool. I guess that works for numbers. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, but the Tark Phoenix trailer released um, in A lot of people have been, well, the fan base has been split. I've seen a lot of people say they didn't really like it, and a lot of people say they're really excited for it. Um, So Fox's best way to show their support for people who did enjoy it was to tell you that instead of getting it in February, you're now getting it in June. So there you go. Congrats to everyone who enjoyed it and wanted to see it very soon. Um, (laughs) That is just super confusing to me, but that is Fox. Um, Dane, I'm going to go to you first, man. What were your thoughts on the trailer for Dark Phoenix and your thoughts on the release date being delayed for reasons I don't even think they gave it? Yeah,
0: that's a, it's a weird situation with the release date changed because I'm just hoping, and I mean, Fox, like Warner Brothers um, and other companies in the past with just different film franchises, have been very reactionary towards uh, the perception of trolls online, basically. Um, I don't know why they worry about that and I hope that didn't actually influence their decision, but it's very strange that they release a trailer and then two days later decide to extend it, you know, to a later date. But if they want, if they want an extension or if that was the original intention, I don't know how the hell that works out, what have you. I just think that the trailer itself, uh, to me, was pretty interesting. It wasn't, it wasn't anything too crazy, but for a first trailer, I thought it was a good look at everything. Uh, we know, obviously, through the trailer, someone dies. Everyone's theorizing that possibly, uh, whatchamacallit, Jennifer Lawrence's character, to speak. Uh, which would make sense that something goes against Charles Xavier, in a way. Uh, love Michael Fassbender in it. Obviously, he's one of my favorite actors. He's had kind of a rough streak lately in film, but I think he's going to turn that around very soon. I just, I love the cast, and... Um, I can't stand fucking haters, man. It just drives me nuts. It's like I know Fox was a bit underwhelming, to say the least, but I think that Fox has put out some consistent, good X-Men films. in general. I've said it's so hot that they kind of changed up the industry and kind of for the first people to do it. Now, I'm not going to say they laid it out right 100%, but I think they did a good job. What they've had, and every movie they've made since uh, First Class, I think, have been pretty damn good film, especially Logan and Deadpool. And all of you, everything needs to be at fucking Disney fuck out there, sorry for my friend. Uh, realize that if this stuff was at Disney, you potentially wouldn't have got Deadpool, potentially wouldn't have got Logan at all. I like seeing different companies present different stories. So, I'm still happy that they're going to Disney, but I wish that everyone would give it a chance. I just hope that I'm not to bite myself. Not bite myself, but it's a show that they're moving it because they don't have to the product. That's my only concern. Maybe I'll be going back on the later on, right now. I can't stand trolls. You suck. Volcano. I'm going i <laughs>
2: Yeah, no, I definitely understand where you're coming from. I think a lot of the hate, uh, Dane, um, stems from the, the last movie, not necessarily Fox as a whole um, and what they've been able to do with the X-Men franchise, but that last movie was pretty bad. Um, so it's just like I, coming off of that, like if, if Days of Future Past was the movie before this one, I think I don't think you'd have as many uh, haters for it. you still have some because they just unfortunately exist. I don't think you'd have as many because I think First Class, Days of Future Past, were really good movies. And then from there, they went to Apocalypse. And that was just like, what? what? <laughs> How did you make such a bad movie from two really good movies? Obviously, different director. Um, but it was just one of those things where it was just like, that was not a good place to go after the success of Days of Future Past. Um, so I think a lot of people were just like, that was just really not a good uh a good movie to make me excited for what comes next. Um, but I do get your premise in saying the the world so far for the X-Men has been good enough to where it's like, all right, you had one bad movie that shouldn't make me think that all of them now are going to be horrible. Um, but I will say, personally, for, for me, after seeing this trailer, I was just confused. I did not not like it, and I didn't like it. I was just confused from it. Uh, the biggest question I had asked Joel was, didn't they end Apocalypse in new costumes? Why do they have the flight suits again? Like, what, 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 what happened there? Like, <laughs> why is that a thing? Um, I also felt as though it didn't shine a light on um, Jessica Chastain's character. Like, uh, is that going to be the vi- Like, we understand Phoenix is going to be uh, the main force in this movie, but is there a villain? Is Dark Phoenix the villain? Like, a lot of it just really confused me. Um, But it wasn't a bad trailer whatsoever. If I didn't see Apocalypse and I just saw this, I'd be like, man, this is going to be insane. Um, But the usuals looked awesome. Uh, James McAvoy looked amazing. Uh, Michael Fassbender looked amazing. Everything else just really just confused me.
3: Um,
2: But we do have Joel on. Joel, what's going on, buddy? Hello. Hello. How are you doing? Oh, Oh, we're doing well. We're doing well. well. We're doing well. Um, so no, I'll throw it to you because I think you shared my, my confusion on uh, just purely the um, the costumes. Just like, how did we get back to that? Um, blah-looking costume. It's just like, ah. Uh, anyway, what were your thoughts on the Dark Phoenix trailer and your thoughts on the idea of the release date being delayed for whatever reason? I don't think they gave this one. <laughs>
1: um...
2: I I agreed with a lot
4: what you were just saying. Like I, I I didn't. It wasn't very like an exciting trailer to me. It was. I thought it was good. It was well done. But it was. It didn't do anything to like get me more excited for for the movie. Like I was already looking forward to it. It wasn't really high on my list. But now, and we're at to, to a point where it's like. I saw the trailer, and I'm like, it looked good. It just didn't give me anything to get super excited about. It's kind of more of what I've already seen. Like, a lot of no new characters to get excited about. The Jessica Ch- Chastain characters, they're, very, they're still mom about who she is. We know she's playing uh, an alien of some sort. <laughs> uh, but they don't say who or what or how, and, like, how, how much does space play a factor in this movie? The trailer didn't really... Do anything to just expand upon what are we what we already knew. Right. Uh, yeah. There's like background noise. <laughs> Hold on. Yeah.
0: Who's got their television on?
1: Was it Hold on. we no,
0: Hold, Hold
4: on.
3: What are we holding room for?
1: Yeah.
4: Sounds good. It sounds better now. Anyway,
1: regardless. <laughs> like, yeah.
4: Um, Anyway, the movie, uh, the trailer was okay. Uh, and Again, it didn't blow my mind or anything. I do look forward to seeing how it I loved. I thought the song for the trailer was very fitting because it kind of it felt like, you know, this is the end. It really is the end of the, X, the X-Men movies as we know them. We know eventually they will be moving on to Disney, and they will take over going forward. Um, so I thought the song was very fitting. It made me laugh while I was watching the trailer. I know it wasn't meant to be funny, but I'm using that. Um
3: <laughs> Um, it's meta. It's very meta.
4: Yeah, it, it was very meta. It, 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 did, it did a very good job of doing that for me. But um, overall, I mean, it was okay. It was like like this costume part. I'll give it. I'll give it some leeway because it's a couple years have passed. We don't know what happened in between the last movie and this movie. We know it's in the 90s now. They're wearing, I guess, uniforms to match and stuff. But overall, it was an okay trailer. I want to see more to get more excited. Um, and I know they have. Probably a ton more that we haven't seen, but you know they're holding off. And and the the delay, the the date being delayed, I think it's all because based on what I heard, it's just all about they're they're working on the visual effects for the the current reshoots, and apparently there was a, there was a lot of reshoots, so obviously there's gonna, there's gonna be gonna need more time for the visual effects. So that, that's what I've heard at least.
2: Yeah, I mean, it's it's funny because like I said, this was I don't think I've ever felt this way about a. Um, about a trailer to where it's like I didn't like it and I did not not like it. Like, I don't have any huge issues right. with it. It just confused me. Like, I'm just confused right. about what this movie, outside of Dark Phoenix, like, outside of the Phoenix, what this movie is really uh, going to give me. Um, because right. it was a letdown with Apocalypse so much. And I had high expectations on that because it was such a, a, a big cast, like a really good cast. Um mm-hmm. and bringing in Oscar Isaac as Apocalypse, I thought it was just like I thought it was weird at first and then I was like Oscar Isaac is a really good actor like this could work. And then they just went completely left with his whole character and the whole story. So it's just like I'm just confused oh, okay. and and I want to wait to see, but I do not have any negative things to say about it because like I said I didn't not like it, I'm just confused. Um right what's next? do you share what me and Joel were saying or are you more so uh, where where Dane is to where it's like you feel as though the universe is done enough to where you can trust this or um, do you kind of feel like apocalypse maybe gives us more, uh, a better idea on what we could possibly expect from this or do you just completely separate the two altogether? Uh, And what are your thoughts on
3: the uh, the, the date being uh, delayed? Well, first of all, I love how Joel strolls in late and gets the cut in line in front of me. That's fucking bullshit. Woo! I just want to put that I'll on the record. i do it though, I <laughs> learn, uh, learn. Know your <laughs> place. Jersey Nick. boys That's... sticking together and shit, man. Damn. <laughs> um, but nah. Uh, in all seriousness, um, I, I, I mean, I could see it going either way. Uh, I, I feel like the the extensive reshoots and everything. I mean, I feel like that probably has to do with the fact that they originally wanted this to be. Um, You know, they said that at first, I I feel like I remember them saying it was going to be more of like a two-part thing. Um, And Mm -hmm. since Disney, you know, has bought out Fox, they're not going to really have time for that. So I feel like they probably had to go back and and put a bow on this and and make sure that it kind of concludes everything. Um, So that, you know, that makes sense. And if they had to do a ton of reshoots, they're going to have to do more visual effects work. So all of that kind of makes sense to me as far as the delay. As far as the actual trailer, I thought it was fine. Um, I, I guess I'm kind of with um, pretty much all on that. Like I mean, it's 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 okay. I think it gives a little too much away because Mystique is definitely dead. Like I mean, that's I, I feel like that was obvious from the trailer, and which does make sense. Uh, I thought she should have died in apocalypse. I thought it would have given a little more. Um, it, it would have it would have made sense in the fact that you know her arc seems to have been complete uh, already, and you know she could have been the kind of martyr to galvanize the rest of the team um, and kind of be that that trigger that you know, flips Magneto and all that kind of stuff um, to go against Apocalypse. I think that would have been a slightly better ending to that movie. Um, but mm-hmm. she didn't, and she's going to die in this one, and that's all, you know, that's pretty obvious. Um, I did, one of the things that I really did like from the trailer is when Jean flips uh, the police cars uh, in, in that little neighborhood on the side of the police car, it says Red Hook, and uh, in the very first episode of Legion um like the 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 main like investigator guy who gets his face uh burned off um says uh essentially like it talks about an event that happened in Red Hook and it's never mentioned again so it's like a cool little um like easter egg to tie in Legion with the greater X-Men universe um so i thought that was kind of cool um As far as Easter eggs go, I I, I thought that was a really, really neat thing for them to throw in there Um, and really shows, you know, how connected they like to make things as far as with their show, their their pop, you know, very popular show Legion um, and how it's drawn little tiny connections to the greater X-Men universe. And now they're kind of doing it back. So uh so I like that, especially, you know, given that the MCU like never references um you know, the, the Netflix universe, unfortunately. So that 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 was definitely cool. Um but yeah, I mean as far as overall my overall hype for the movie, um, I hope it's good. I'm not super excited about it. Um, I probably will just wait for it to come out um on like D V D and rent it. Um I'm like I'm not like oh, yay, like, we're we're getting the Dark Phoenix story again possibly done right. I, I guess my biggest gripe um, would be, I don't feel like Jean Grey is an established enough character. Now, I expect this movie to really focus on her and for her to be, like, the lens through which we see most of this movie. Um, but, I, again, like, even if they do that and they set that up well, you don't really, like, they haven't really set up her and Scott very well. Um, like, I I want more, I guess, more, um, emotional, and like, um, like, interconnected relationships between these characters, really built out before they do these big stories, so it's like, we got, uh, we got their introduction in Apocalypse, like a really fucking big story, and now we're getting Dark Phoenix, another really big story, and it's like, we barely know these iterations of the characters, um, Whereas, you know, I think uh, other other movies that they've done, like Logan and Deadpool, kind of more focused on more uh, contained stories, um, which I think helps as far as developing your characters. So I think that's going to be a tough obstacle for them to overcome, but hopefully they can do it.
2: Yeah, <clears throat> I-, I think my issue is... It- as you were just saying, Nick, to me, Apocalypse and the Dark Phoenix story are world building. Like it's like it's, to me, Apocalypse is like Thanos. It's something you build your universe up to. It's not something you put exclusively in one movie. Um, and I think just doing that is kind of how that story got all like completely messed up. Uh, the focus and everything was just it was super weird. That to me, that's one of those things to where in X Men because it's a team. Um, I feel like they just they have no interest in doing solo stories for these characters. Like you won't get a solo Gene, a solo Charles or a solo Magneto. And I think it would have worked better if we did, and then it led to an X Men film. Um and then in that X Men film you face a, a a sinister or you face a um apocalypse. Just because it's a world building kind of villain. Just like I thought it would have yeah. been a waste if in the first Justice League movie, um, while you're introducing the Justice League, you have a huge villain like uh, Dark Side or, or Brainiac. It's like, no, that's not what you do. <laughs> like, that's, that's not where you go for characters like that. You wait till the team's established. They face their first big villain. Then you introduce a dark side. Then you introduce a Brainiac. But to start it, it's like a lot of things can get messed up that way because they're world-building villains. So it's like you know, it's, it's usually, it's always going to be a hit and miss kind
3: of thing. So, yeah. you know, and it just, just and good. I, I would just say, and just like take you know, Avengers as a as a good example, they used a villain for that movie that was already established. Um, so you didn't have to do too much backstory to explain uh, Loki because you already pretty much knew who Loki was. Um, so, of course, they have it, have it set up with the Tesseract and all that. Um, but... You know they were they were able to not have to focus as much on that, um which means they could really focus on the team interaction i think I just think they missed kind of dropped the ball with the uh third x men movie in this trilogy as far as Apocalypse is concerned, like you said with with not having a movie to really explore the new team and the young versions of these characters. Um, I don't feel like we got enough of that in Apocalypse, and you just probably mm-hmm. had too much focus on uh, Mystique, uh, Magneto, um, which you needed, you know, for those for those particular films. But I think you could have had had really had it focus on the team and X, you know, the new X Men and all that kind of stuff. And then that could have set up Apocalypse and and you know Magneto and um, and Mystique coming back into the fold. It's it's hard when you put so much into one movie, um, it, it 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 a lot of that can get lost in the mix.
2: Yeah, and unfortunately Fox has uh, too much of a, a history of putting way too much in in one movie. Um, but Dane, what are your thoughts? Uh, what are your thoughts more more so on what everyone has to add about the
3: uh, Dark Phoenix trailer?
0: I mean, I I agree with you guys on a a lot of things that you're saying. And it will be fun for another studio to do things with these characters. And I think they will build it very similar to that. But at the same time, I don't know why, but outside of Wolverine, I've always seen the X-Men as more of a team, even more so than the Avengers and and the Justice League even. Um, A lot of those guys, it's kind of like – I guess, the Teen Titans in a way more so, where you kind of reflect them more as a team. So I could even see Kevin Feige doing these characters together at first as the X-Men within the school and then branching out afterwards. Besides your Wolverines, obviously. And I think that what Nick was alluding to is Magneto seems, even though he's overdone, seems like the villain to kind of do that eventually until you get to maybe the Sentinels or, or different other characters. I just... Well, my biggest thing is I completely understand, you know, someone being underwhelmed after the last movie. Uh, I just think that if you look at it, Fox always had a different approach behind everything. Um, And I think that works. I think that different styles is good. I don't think necessarily that that's going to be bad for, for, for Feige and Disney at all. I think they'll figure it out fine, but it was, it was cool to have a difference. And I think that we did have a lot of cool films, but it's been going on for a very long time. So, Now that this is the end, um, I'm hoping that they do it on a positive note. They got the right cast to do it. I've always loved the collaboration between James McAvoy and Michael Fassbender, especially after everyone had, you know, low expectations after we saw Ian McKellen and Patrick Stewart do it. So I think they've always nailed that. And I just love that line in the trailer that I just thought about where Magneto says, you know, you're always apologizing, Charles. You apologize, and then you have a big speech like just throwing it at him. And I think that this will be a really good end, or well, I hope, I should say, this is going to be a really good ending note. But just keep in mind out there that, like I said beforehand, if you don't have this company doing these films, I don't even think that you would have Alan Horn thinking maybe you could do a rated R film later on with, with a with a Marvel character, if you will, like now that, that Deadpool and Logan did that for the industry, it opened up a lot of things. So, I don't know. Uh, I'm going to remain optimistic, but the trailer, like we've all said, didn't really do too much for me, outside of that growing relationship between Fast Bender and McAvoy as Magneto and Charles Xavier. Someone next has big shoes to fill with that role, specifically, Absolutely. and Wolverine.
2: Absolutely. Marvel... And what's really cool is they were saying Kevin Feige will probably oversee what happens with the X Men and Fantastic Four universe. So, to be, I haven't seen a bad Kevin Feige casting. Well, let me say, an MCU casting. I haven't seen a bad MCU casting yet. So, I'm expecting huge things for whenever Kevin Feige uh, decides to give us an X Men universe uh, within the MCU. Um, so, I expect really big things. Um, and I want to say one last thing. Uh, I wanted to add this when you first brought it up, Nick, um, when you were saying it, uh, that you think it, it's kind of obvious that it's probably Mystique in that mm-hmm. grave. My brain, when I saw the, um, the the trailer initially, was, oh, they were going to go the route of, like, Jean probably having to die in order for them to stop her. Like, she becomes so powerful, so big on, on you know, uh, using her powers. Maybe Jessica Chastain's character kind of, like, brainwashes her to, like, go evil, and um, Cyclops has to kill her. And that's the way that, that you know, that's, that's who ends up being in the grave. Um, that's where my mind went. I didn't even think Mystique. Uh, I mean, I would have preferred her to die, like, two movies ago. I really hate <laughs> the idea that she just won't stay blue. Uh, it just really bothers me. Um, so my mind went <laughs> immediately to um, Phoenix dying. So I I, I just want to say I appreciated you saying that because my mind didn't even go to Mystique it went right to oh they probably have to kill Phoenix um to stop her so that's just where my mind went um so that was that was just where my crazy mind went but uh, did anyone else have anything else to add for the Dark Phoenix topic before we move on?
3: Uh, I just wanted to say real quick that I do I, I do think Dane brings up a really good point that um. Like, with anything, you have to take the good with the bad. And the X-Men movies have been hit or miss um, as a whole. Um, But the fact that we were able to get two solid Deadpool movies, Logan, uh, I don't think you get a a TV show like Legion um, if Fox doesn't have that property. So I think we're all excited to see what Feige does with the MCU Um, But another another thing that I wanted to point out too is this is just great timing because another consequence of Fox having the X-Men is – pretty much Disney and Marvel having to really work to build up these other characters Mm. to make them established and make them uh, viable properties. And they've done a great job at doing that. Um, I don't think we necessarily get a Guardians of the Galaxy if they have X-Men at their um, disposal immediately. So um, I I, I think, you know, while Mm. we're all excited about it, it's certainly – it's certainly a good thing that uh, it's happening now rather than way sooner. Yeah,
2: no, I mean, that's, that's a really good point. I mean, we said before that um, now that Marvel has the rights back to, um, to X-Men, we're, we're never getting Inhumans like movie form, show form again. I think the the days of Inhumans completely gone.
3: Um, And we're all the
2: more better for it.
3: (laughs) Like, Right, exactly. nothing, against, nothing against the Inhumans, but it was always kind of crazy for them to try and do Inhumans as like a replacement to the X-Men. Like
2: To be fair, to be fair, Nick, I, the only reason I disagree with that is if you're telling me that I I would have gotten a Vin Diesel-led Inhumans movie, I think that would have been a lot better for Marvel than to condense it into a show. Um, no, that's yeah,
3: no. I, Hell I, yeah. I, And I don't... I don't have a – I wouldn't have a problem with them having done an Inhumans movie or if they were to do one, which, I, like I said, I or like you said, I don't think it's going to happen at all. I'm just saying right. they're not a replacement for the X-Men. Like, oh, absolutely. You know, absolutely. They're, 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 yeah, <laughs> no so, like, that's my <laughs> no point, you it. know. Like, for them, for anybody – like, trying to kick around, like, ideas like, man, we, we need somebody who can, like, mm-hmm. fill the, you know, shoes of the X-Men. Well, what about inhuman human? Like, dude, no.
1: <laughs> like, you yeah. don't have
3: a property that's going to... And, and so they were yeah. smart to, instead of doing that, really pull up and build up these other characters, these other teams, like Guardians of the Galaxy, like Black Panther, um, like Ant-Man. Like, those were um, very smart decisions on, on Disney's part, um, and... You know, God bless Kevin Feige for not buying yeah. into that notion.
2: Absolutely, and it just goes to show. Uh, Hashtag uh, Amen <laughs> to that, Dan. Uh, but it just goes to show you Kevin oh, yeah. Feige has so many toys in the toy chest that it's just like he can he can pick a few up, throw them to the side, and then he just has so much more to to, to play around with. So, in humans, I'd say, is definitely in the garbage right now, on its way to the uh, the scrapyard. Uh, but let's move on. Uh, let's talk – I want to – I know we said we were going to go right into D.C., but I wanted to bring this topic up specifically for you, Dane, uh, because I wanted to have this conversation. Um, we got news oh. that with the um, – go ahead, I'm sorry. What were you saying, Dane? I just
0: said no. I opposed that we were going to talk about this for me. That's all. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were saying
2: – oh, I was like, oh, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to cut you off. Um, with the embargo not uh, not being lifted and so Venom premieres in certain markets, Um, the question has to be raised, is this a bad sign or could this be Venom the movie is protecting a possible cameo from a certain other Tom? Um, And I love that you brought this topic up, Dane, because I think it's a conversation that needs to be had because it's one of those things where it's like if you're hiding uh, (laughs) press reviewing your movie – It usually isn't a good sign. Usually. I'm not saying never. It usually is not a good sign. That's just like saying, hey, I want the world to give its own opinion rather than you coming out saying it was bad. So, I mean, it could be, like you said, Dan, it could be maybe it's a cameo or two or a few things, whether it's Carnage or Spider-Man that they're trying to hide and don't want getting out. Or it could just be they were just like, man, they really might not like this movie. Um, so I'll go to you first, Jane. Uh What's more likely they're hiding a secret or they are just like, Ugh, yeah, I don't, I kind of don't want them coming out before the world has a chance to see the movie.
0: God, the thing I think is true or the thing I want to be true between those two scenarios. Uh, shout out to John Campier for bringing this to my attention. Him and Robert Meyer Burnett brought it up on their show. And obviously, I love John Campion. I think he was a little bit dramatic about it, but he raises a good point. Why is this coming out when it comes out in markets through theaters, you're, then you're having your embargo lift for reviews, you're not having your premiere until after. It just usually, it has a bad taste to it, if you will. If you do that, if you're a movie company that does that, that usually means the film, they don't have a lot of faith in it. And I would hope to God that one of my favorites Spider-Man characters, and favorite Marvel characters of all time, Venom, played by one of my favorite actors today, that they would be able to figure that out. They got Michelle Williams in the movie. They got a great cast, you know, with the possibility of Woody Harrelson as Carnage setting up another movie. It's just, it's, it's kind of alarming. Um, it's, you know, it's, it's not um, not the end of the world. And uh, I've heard people say, well, I've heard from people that the movie's good. Well, who are you hearing it from? Because the, I don't think they're doing screenings at all yet for it. So unless they had a couple of private screenings and people are, are going, you know, and this is for just, just fans, like uh, the, 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 the the first screen that you usually do for a film before they finish up certain aspects. Um, I, I, I don't know where you're, where you're getting your information from, but maybe it's good. I have no idea. Uh, I'm just saying that the only possibility of why they would be doing it, you know, an embargo lift after it comes out in certain markets. That's a positive thing, is that maybe Tom Holland shows up within the film, either as an after-credits or something, or maybe, you know, another suggestion would be that, you know, say the scenario, an after-credits scene, Betty Brock talking to Michelle Williams' his girlfriend, and then she turns dust, you know, just signifying this is a part of the same universe, Infinity War is going on currently right now. She's part of the uh, the Snap, if you will. Now, I don't know if they're going to do that. But, of course, I think all of us as fans would like to see Tom Hardy and Tom Holland together in a film. And with the possibility of Woody Harrelson as Carnage, come on, man. I mean, I want to see Maximum Carnage. I was a 90s kid. That was like a huge event uh, set up within that. So I also brought up this to you guys that I don't know if this is 100% true, but if you have – Sony, and the cream of the crop, if you will, Macho Man, um, is Spider-Man, that they don't have a lot of franchises now that are working, you know, and how desperate they've been ever since the email hacks, and, you know, Amy Pascal has basically had to go from one side to the other. Uh, They're trying to redo everything to start, you know, making the money, and they know that Spider-Man can make a billion dollars. That's, unfortunately, what a lot of these companies think. So, when the contract comes around after Far From Home and Avengers, uh, and Avengers 4 comes out, are they going to be like, well, why would we give the rub to Marvel when they've already made our character look good and just try to keep on producing these movies and pumping into a property that doesn't do well like Venom? You know, it is a scary possibility. I don't want that to happen, obviously, and I'm hoping that they can negotiate and try to figure everything out. But I want to tell you, if this movie doesn't do well, you know, all the all the stuff in the air about – uh, Kevin Feige possibilities, that's all out the window. He's not going to be a part of this universe. And that sucks if that could be the case. Remember, could be. Speculation, people. I'm not going to say that the Venom movie is going to be horrible because I don't want to throw out films automatically just because I'm an asshole fucking fan. I can't be happy with this amazing growth of comic book properties that we have out there. But that's another conversation for another day. I'll just end it with saying that I see potential in it, I want them to do other films, and I do want a connection, even if it's just Tom Holland connecting the two. But Feige's not going to want this to be a part of this universe and make it look bad. So that's my biggest concern. Um, other than that, I hope the film does well. It, it looks cool, Venom stylistically looks cool. I just saw a new thing where he basically turned right into Venom. Kind of Transformers-ish in a good way, you know, when you first saw that type of thing, but Sydney had taken control. They have everything going for them within this movie. And I hope that a lack of creativity and story isn't the thing that fucks them up, which it does with a lot of studios, basically.
2: Yeah, I mean, listen, that's a lot to chew on, no pun intended. But um, to me, it's one of those things where it's like the movie, I don't think anyone, after like the trailer and everything, I I haven't heard anyone say anything negative about what they've seen so far as far as like trailers and stuff Mm -hmm. like that. So if Sony is afraid to release it because maybe they, you know, they don't feel confident about the final cut, that to me is so weird because it's like, all right, I haven't heard anyone say anything negative, so it seems like you got the fan base really excited to see it. Doing stuff like this kind of makes people go, ooh, uh, yikes. (laughs) Do you not have confidence in your movie? Because, like, I really, I want to say I don't think it's to hide anything. Um, and the only reason why I say that is because um, if you just look at the formula with, with Marvel and everything, they've just been really good with hiding anything they don't want us to know, so they want us to know it. And I feel as though Sony, so I mean, I'm just trying to think, like, was there any big things in their movies, like The Amazing Spider-Man or anything like that, that got out before, like, the release? I don't think so. Um, like, the whole idea of them trying to create the Sinister Stick, that that whole thing, I don't think that got out before the release of the movie. Um, excuse me. So, I would like to think that they're they're good at hiding what they need to hide, and they don't have to put off a press screening for it. Um, I mean, like you said, Dane, if this does end with, like, people turning into dust, that'd be insane. That'd make theaters go bananas. Um, just the idea of the world connecting. Because um, then you could have Avengers 4 possibly end with them going into space and the symbiote coming back with Peter, and maybe that's how the whole idea of the, the plane crash or whatever happens or something crazy like that happens. Um, and, you know, you could show kind of, you know, loosely how, how it connects. Um, but it's just one of those things where it's like I want the studio to have more confidence. It looks good it looks good you should not be nervous about it um, so I I really hope them being nervous about it is not the case but I just feel like in my core it's not because they're hiding something and I don't want to get hyped for the idea of it and then it ends and it's like there was nothing <laughs> you know so it's like I try not to let that seep into my brain because I'll get myself too worked up you guys know how I, I get worked up uh, but Nick let's uh, go no. to you what are your thoughts on everything that Dane said? And do you think it, it leans more towards them not being confident in the final cut or them possibly hiding something huge like the connection to Infinity War, Carnage, or uh, Spider-Man?
3: Uh, it's tough. I mean, it's really tough because, like you said, uh, Jawan, it, like, it, it's baffling that the the movie wouldn't be at least, like, good like I'm not saying it like it doesn't necessarily have to be great but it's like I can't even think of a time I've ever seen a bad Tom Hardy movie so like that alone is it makes it really strange to me to think that they're that worried about how it's received I mean that would be the more logical thing I mean here's the thing as far as if if there were some kind of post credit scene uh, revealing Spider-Man in the universe, or you know Michelle Williams turning to dust, or anything like that, they could possibly connect it to the MCU. They could just cut the post-credit scene, so that doesn't make any sense to me. They could still show the movie and then just attach the post-credit scene when it actually hits theaters. Like, th- th- there's no reason why you wouldn't do that. So it has to be like in the end of the movie, um, or somewhere within the movie that there's there's that kind of reveal. Um, which it could be. I mean, that, that's a possibility. But even still, I, I, I don't know because even if, like, let's say it's the most obvious thing, and that it's revealed that you know Spider-Man, Tom Holland Spider-Man is in this universe. However, they choose to to portray that, um, that's not. Obviously, he's not going to really be in the movie. So it's not really a reveal. I mean that would just get people more excited, like more wanting to go see it. Like the fact that it's now like there's some kind of established connection. So it's like though Tom Hardy has like such a great streak of, of you know, portraying great characters and in, in, in great uh both film and television, it's like fuck, maybe maybe it's not good. <laughs> you know, like I mean to me that is the more logical answer. Um, as as painful as it is for me to think about, but you know, I, I mean, it's certainly a possibility.
2: Yeah, and I mean, it's one of those things where it's like, <laughs> I completely see what you're saying, Nick. To where it's like you can just cut the the post credit scene out and just just do just the the cut, the original cut of the movie, leave the post credit scene out. So it um, so that is uh, a thing. I'd also throw out there, I mean, uh, Dave was saying that Campia uh, was throwing it out there. Maybe it's not a post-credit scene. Maybe through dialogue or something, it connects to Spider-Man. Uh, so maybe that might be something that they're like, I kind of don't want people to go, oh, there was a conversation where they were talking about there's another uh, being out there that can, like, crawl on walls or whatever. Like, maybe it's dialogue in the movie. Um, so I mean, it, you never know, but it just seems unlikely. So it's like I don't want to hype myself up for the possibility of any of that, and then I see it and now I'm I'm let down because I didn't it, it didn't happen. So I just like this I just my mindset is more so they're nervous about something. Uh, maybe it's not the full movie. Maybe it's certain parts of the movie. Maybe they had the kind of somewhat water down Venom for the PG-13. Like maybe it's something in that realm, um, and, and that's just kind of where I'm more I'm, I'm leaning more towards. Than anything
1: Maybe.
2: Else. Go ahead, then.
0: Maybe Hugh Jackman shows up as Craven and he goes after Venom right at the end.
2: Yeah! Sorry, I had fucking put I mean, that I mean, listen, uh, you could even have Morbius, man. I mean, there's just so many different things Sony would, would love to throw in here, uh, because we know how convoluted they love for movies to be. Um, but it's just one of those things where it's like, I just don't want to put too much in that one pot. Uh, and then lose everything. <laughs> so it's like, I kind of want to be halfway to where it's like, logically, it makes more sense that they're just nervous about something maybe. Um, but, you know, I don't want to say that definitive, because I don't know, I'm just assuming. But, Joelle, what what are your thoughts? What are you leaning more towards? Um, there being something that they want to hide, or is them hiding something of the movie too sure about certain aspects of it? Uh, so they're just like, let the whole world see it. So, like, <laughs> if the whole world doesn't like it, cool. But we don't want uh media outlets getting it and then swaying uh, you know, the the moviegoers into seeing it or not seeing it. which way are you leaning in this situation?
4: I'm so su- uh, I'm currently swayed towards them hiding reviews from the critics. Yes. That's where I'm leaning towards right now. Um I don't I know there's been screenings um this week and I know next week, I know when people are saying they're gonna go watch it Tuesday and shit. So, uh, like, but the I think what the day before that the that the embargo list. So, I don't know. I, I I it looks it looks like a good movie to me at least visually. I have no idea. look. I've always been skeptical skept, skeptical against this movie because it's just it's just the, the whole thing was kind of weird and it was certain things that, that that changed my mind like Tom already being brought on and actually seeing Venom. He looks amazing. He looks absolutely amazing. I love the way Venom looks in this. This movie, but I don't know how the story is going to really go. Um, so my bar is somewhere kind of even keel. I have no super expectations, but the closer we get to the movie, the more excited I am. Even without the reviews, I'm not. I'm not personally nervous about them, whether they're good or bad. It really doesn't change my mind about it because I'll, I'll make my decision when I go see it. But it does seem to me that Sony's trying to keep a like a leash on it till then. So they don't have any... It's like the normal thing. Like, I don't think they're hiding a, a Spider-Man mm. thing at all. I think I think if there was anything Spider-Man related, it probably would have gotten out at some point already. And it, it and they probably would have tried to push it. Like, why wouldn't you try to push something like that for a movie that... it It's like, you want to push it as much as you can. So I think they would have used Spider-Man if they could have. And right now it's just going to be... It's a Venom-centric movie that um I'm not sure if it will ever connect with Spider-Man, I hope it will in the future. Why wouldn't you want to see Spider-Man and Venom go at it in the movies the right way? Um, But I don't know. I have no idea what what, what to expect. I just just hope it is good enough for me to enjoy it uh, and for it to possibly get a sequel. Because I know for sure, at least we'll possibly get a tease of Carnage more than anything. Which that excites me.
1: Right.
2: I mean, I will say this. This movie and them seeming as if they might possibly be nervous for the release puts Sony in a really, really, really crazy uh, situation. And what I mean by that is um, you being nervous doesn't make Kevin Feige eager to go, all right, let's 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 make something happen to, to integrate mm-hmm. the two. And then if the movie isn't isn't received well, right, let's say it, it, it doesn't go well, they they possibly scrap making uh, the sequel. If you get, if and when you get Tom Holland Spider-Man back, like, fully back after Far From Home if you don't uh, rework the contract. How do you then redo a Venom story? Like, do you then do a Spider-Man movie and then integrate Venom? But will it still be Tom Hardy's Venom? So, like, a lot of different moving parts. Like, you maybe shouldn't have started this possible universe without Spider-Man with Venom because, like, it then seems as though it messes up a lot of different possibilities going forward if it doesn't do well financially. I'm not saying if it's a bad movie. If it just doesn't do well financially, how do you then revisit it? Like, do you have to wait a decade to revisit it? Do you have to wait five years? So it's just one of those things where it's just like, why did you have to fucking start with Venom? You start with Morbius or something. Like, <laughs> You could have waited. Um, so it's just like, Another maybe, just, real quick. Before we move
1: on,
0: maybe, yeah, maybe they're saving a scene with Tower of Power playing What is Hip in a club. And that's what they're fucking, they don't want to reveal to everyone.
2: If
1: you don't know that damn song,
2: or tell us, go listen to that shit, okay?
1: Jesus.
2: (laughs) No, but listen, I I think we're all in the same pot of we want this to be a good movie because of what it could, it could expand to be. Like, us getting carnage, us getting she Venom, Like, just so many different things we could get down the line um, is why we want this movie to be good. And I don't think any of us think it won't be good. But this is somewhat of a red flag that makes someone who's paying their money to go see it go, ugh. <laughs> so, but again, it, just, it, it completely infuriates me that they started this universe with Venom and now it seems like they're nervous about it because it's like, it then messes everything up going forward. But did anyone else have anything else to add about uh, this, this Venom news or is everyone pretty, pretty much said what they needed to say? Well, I'll
3: say this. Brightside, if this movie sucks, then uh, I would definitely venture to guess that Sony would be like, all right, like, so can we re-up that, that Spider-Man contract with you, Kevin Feige? Like, is that cool? <laughs> like, we'll do whatever you want, man. Just, just don't,
0: don't make us make these movies
3: on our own, please. Um, so uh silver lining out there uh, for everyone don't if, if to the movie is Do.
2: Yeah, I tell you what, the, the – the main person who's nervous if this movie doesn't do well is Jared Leto. Because at that point, he's going to go, oh, well, well damn. <laughs> what is the recession going to be for when my movie comes out? Like, you guys didn't like the character like Venom and Tom Hardy playing him. What are you going to do when I step into the into the scene with a character that, if you didn't know Venom, you definitely don't know Morbius. So it's <laughs> like, it's, it's like I don't know. <laughs> it's just like, come on, Sony, you guys are really shot yourself in the foot if this doesn't turn out the way you planned. So let's just hope the fan base goes out and completely supports Venom so we can at least get Woody Harrelson possibly as Carnage or whoever's playing Carnage in a sequel. That, that's all I can say. That That's all I can say. Go see it and, um, you know, form an opinion of your own. All, all we can say to, to end this topic. Um, let's move on to some equally confusing news. Um, okay. we got a picture of Matt Reeves with Ben Affleck. Um, post on the director's Twitter with the caption Big Things in twenty nineteen. We also had a we also had photos of Ben Affleck showing up for a meeting with Warner Brothers, um, with a script in his head. And let me also add, we did have Warner Brothers executives show up to Ben Affleck's house. Um, so all that means to me is Ben Affleck is doing something with Warner Brothers. That does not give me concrete evidence that he is still our Batman, uh, anything like that. If anything, it just makes me think uh, we got to wait even longer to figure out what's going on with who our Batman is. Uh, so, Joel, uh, I'm going to go to you first. What are your thoughts of Matt Reeves with Ben Affleck in a, in a picture with the post, Big Things to Come? Also, Ben Affleck with the script in his hand and Warner Brothers executives going to his house to talk to him. Does that tell you anything about him staying on as Batman, or is this just as further confusing as we were a month ago?
4: No, it's beyond further confusing at this point. I really fucking hate (laughs) all the the back and forth. Nothing frustrates me more than all this back and forth and not knowing anything because no one's saying anything. Uh hey, there's no one's saying a word. I mean casting's about and we we know stuff is out there but we know Ben is still in a good relationship with Warner Brothers. How about that? That tells us
1: that. They'll <laughs> no hate each other.
4: You know, they're working on something else. We know that. Uh we know the script got turned into Warner Brothers by uh by uh Matt Reeves, we know that. <laughs> um I don't know what else. I just there's not enough evidence for anything else. You could speculate all you want based on all the pictures we've seen, but like I mean, we know that he's doing another movie with Warner Brothers, so it, it doesn't have a bat on the damn script. We don't know. Scripts are mostly digital now. Anyway, who knows if that is actually a script? <laughs> right. Um, <laughs> uh, it's, just, it's just so much. And like, and he's going through his own demons that he's, he's dealing with, and apparently he's doing well. So that's a good thing. He's looking better uh, physically. Um I I don't know. I wish him well, and I, I hope to have this resolved as soon as possible. Like for the last two years, at least it felt that way. But um, right. hopefully, hopefully, we'll get something concrete soon. Just because I I really hate the back and forth, I, and as, that's what I think the scares me the most. Is like, let's say he gets back on. It's like, does it end? Does like this back and forth <laughs> end? It, it, I mean, that's what I mean. Like, it's so stressful. Like, uh, I, I we'll, we'll
2: see though. I guess. Yeah, and I think what what drives me crazy the most, Joel, is like if this was the only drama we had to worry about in the, right. the DC universe, I'd be fine. Mm-hmm. But you still have right. a, we don't know if we have a Superman now, so it's like, right, right, this <laughs> <the only laughs> even more stressed We're nervous about right. So it's like exactly. if this was the only thing we had to worry about, I'd be like, you know what, whatever. Matt, Diesel, used to it. Matt Reeves and Warner <laughs> Brothers will do whatever they need to do to give us the best Batman <laughs> possible. But now it's like, right. all right, well, I don't know if Ben's Batman. I also don't know if Henry's Superman. So
1: right. what a great
2: yeah. universe we have. <laughs> so yeah, like, turmoil everywhere. Is. Absolutely. Um, I also, right. before, I pass it to, uh, before I pass it to you, Nick, I also wanted to say, I saw this on Twitter, and I know Dane is like, Juan just like, ignore Twitter, they're idiots. But someone said something that really drove me insane. They they saw a photo of Ben, and they were like, he's not even in Batman shape. And I was just like, well, you do know oh, shooting has not started. Like the, the <laughs> movie just turned in its script. The man has time to get into shape as Batman. Yeah. I said, I said that's one. I said number two is if Ben's not Batman, no one is in Batman shape right now because there's no Batman casted. So it, like <laughs> the idea, the idea of making it seem like. Anyone else is in Batman shape is insane because it's like we don't know if we have a Batman as of this moment. So technically, right. no one knows to be in Batman shape. So it's like that's just a chaotic exactly. thing that's not no, like shooting his <laughs> Right. It's like right. that's like saying, man, Henry Cavill's not in Superman shape. Well, there's no Superman movie, so he probably doesn't have to be right now. So like, a man's relax.
1: always in Superman shape.
2: <laughs> <laughs> that man is always. they not in Batman shape, <laughs> motherfucker. Jesus. Yeah, Henry Cavill could be doing a movie as a priest, and he'd be in Superman shape. Like that man is just super
1: serious yeah.
2: about his body. Um, That's but, true. He's in Witcher but, shape. He's in Witcher shape exactly.
1: Um,
2: <laughs> he's practicing for Superman shape. Uh, Nick, you what are your thoughts on all this news, or quote unquote news that we've gotten on the the Batman? Also, let me add, Nick, uh, in case you didn't hear, we we did hear that Warner Brothers has the Batman script, and they really, they, they, they love it. They um, Like, there's no, as of right now, there's no rewrites or anything like that. They got the first draft, and they're enjoying what they have in that first draft of the script. Um, but what are your thoughts on Matt and Ben being in a photo together with Matt saying big things to come in 2019, Ben having a script in his hand, and executives showing up to Ben's house? Like, what are your thoughts on all of that? Are you as confused as me and Joelle? Well, let me let me address this
3: this this tweet first because this is really important. Um, <laughs> <laughs> nah, uh, uh. The, Ben Affleck wasn't, like, always in shape when he was shooting the movies. It doesn't mean anything. <laughs> Did you you see can Justice put League? a shirt on the man and oh, put that's a suit over him, and you don't know what he looks like under there. It doesn't fucking matter. Right. Like, right. So uh, that is the baby. dumbest thing on Twitter that you probably read yesterday, Juwan. Um It's definitely the dumbest <laughs> thing I've heard today from Twitter. Um, but but anyway, um, Ben Affleck's back, baby. That's what this means. I'm hyped. He's coming back. It's going to be fucking amazing. He loves the scripts. Uh, yeah, I, I hope all that's true. Um, I'm not confident in that assertion, but um, it could be. I mean, it, it it certainly seems like they definitely have not at any point in time gone out of their way to make it like, official, that, hey, Ben Affleck is no longer playing the Batman, like, blah, 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 the whole time mm-hmm. this ongoing saga has happened, like, <clears> that Warner Brothers has basically been like, dude, we really, really want to keep you, like, do what you need to do, get your head right, like, we, like, we want you as our Batman, um so, you know, maybe, maybe we've given him, you know, he's, he's in a good spot right now, he's, you know, doing some kind of rehab and, you know, he's, he's feeling good. He's feeling better, ready to get back to work. Maybe he and Warner brothers can work out some kind of one for you, one for me type of thing. Um, but that would be awesome. That would be great. And, you know, I think too, if we got Ben Affleck back, I feel like the whole Henry Cavill thing would, would iron itself out as well because I feel like those guys like working with each other. And like I, I think if if you get one, you know if you get Ben, then you probably get Henry to you know come back and and iron out the contracts and all that kind of stuff. So it's it's definitely if nothing else, it's it's a bit of optimistic news, which is uh, or optimistic speculation rather. But nevertheless, like it is optimistic, and Warner Brothers is like desperately in need of optimistic uh speculation, news, whatever. So, I mean it's kinda nice, you know, like and the fact that they uh they love the script, like, I told you guys to let the man write his fucking script. Like, I know he's been working on it a really long time, but would you rather him rush and it be a shitty script like Suicide Squad or would you rather have to wait an extra year to see a Batman movie, but it'd be a really fucking good Batman movie. Like, I'm glad they let the dude write a script, and hopefully, it uh, it's not you know shades of uh, Warner Bros. execs giving a standing ovation after watching DVS for the first time. Um, hopefully, it's actually like really fucking good. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I don't know. I I I I like to um to be optimistic about these things, especially as it pertains to Warner brothers, because I have probably been the hardest on these movies out of anybody on this, uh, out of any regulars on these uh, panels. And I just really want the movies to be good. I I, like, I want to, I want to be in the club. I want to be able to enjoy these movies. So I try Mm -hmm. to remain optimistic.
2: Absolutely. And listen, as far as what you're saying about the script, if, Matt Reeves of Warner Brothers came out and said, hey guys, listen, Ben is our Batman or Ben's not our Batman blah 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 is our Batman and look forward to a Batman movie in 2026. I'd have no issues waiting on them to do it because I'd have a a concrete idea on exactly who's my Batman heading into it. I'm exaggerating, but I'm saying I'd have an idea on who (laughs) Batman is heading into it. Um, That's what it looks like. Real quick,
3: one. I get where yeah, you're bad. coming from. I get where you're coming from, but the thing is, they don't know. So I would rather them not say anything about what what they don't know than say something and then have to change it, like they did a million times before. Like that pisses me off more when they say something and then they're later on they're like, oh well, no, we're we're actually it's this. Like we're moving all these movies around. We're actually not doing this movie. We're doing this movie. Like I would much rather them just not say anything. And then whenever mm-hmm. they feel like they have a handle on it and they know, then they can tell us. Right. Like, I, right. I would much rather have that. Yeah,
2: I mean, mm-hmm. I guess you're right in that aspect, but they've just said nothing for so long. It's just like maybe saying
3: something. I get where you're how from. <laughs>
2: like,
3: yeah, no, I, I feel you. I mean, they're not mutually <laughs> exclusive. Like, like you can <laughs> want both. Um, yeah, which, you know, I'm, I'm right there with you, like, but –
2: Silence sometimes is good. Silence sometimes is bad. And in this case, it's like just anything would be good. Just like, hey. Yeah, so silence I'm... is
4: frustrating right now. Well,
3: then silence <laughs> Here's is the frustrating. Be <laughs> optimistic about this, Juan. He's he's back, baby. The bat is back.
4: Like, no, the hype. Nick, Nick,
2: no don't, Nick, don't do that Nick, to yourself. I won't do that to myself. I will not do that to myself. Because if the news comes out that Matt's going for a younger Batman and we have no more Ben, I'll lose my mind. So right now, I'm in the middle. I'm not expecting him to come back, and I'm okay with him leaving. I do not want to get hyped about him staying. But, Nick, Before exactly. before my fandom starts to kick in for Ben Affleck again, what are your thoughts on all of this, quote-unquote, news, not really, of of the Batman. Like, what are your thoughts? Does this excite you, or is this just, just as confusing <laughs> as you were a month ago? Well, um, is uh, Groundhog's Day, the
0: movie, too, like, uh, out of date as a reference? How about the television, <laughs> how, how about the television show punk I uh, <laughs> don't know what the fuck's going on. This is a week-to-week process. All right, I'll just say it. Here's a reference everyone will get. I feel like DC is giving me blue balls when it comes to fucking Ben Affleck playing
3: Batman and fucking Henry Cavill playing
1: So Your references
3: man. steadily went down over time. Like shit and stuff was
1: I'll be positive about this shit. I, I just <laughs> second,
0: I'm just done with it. All right. I'm glad that Ben Affleck took a picture with Matt Reeves. I'm so glad Christopher McQuarrie post that he would love to do a Superman movie with Henry Cavill, but hasn't been asked. Now I just look at DC like, I hate you. I don't know.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: just, at this point, uh, I just, the first thing is Ben Affleck put, doing the script and being caught at Warner Brothers. I think that that's just <clears throat> him hopefully turning a script in for his own movie. And I'm, I'm hoping that, you know, at, at the very least, we're gonna. Ben Affleck's gonna come back after this dark period of his life and do another movie. And maybe some of the stuff going on can self-reflect within his direction or whatever he does for the film. Um, it also could be. I think that he's doing a film with Matt Damon about the guy that that yeah. up the monopoly uh, thing. Yeah. Uh, with the, with with McDonald's, so it could be related to that.
1: Yeah.
0: Now the picture with Matt Reeves is just like. Like, I like Matt Reeves. I, I think he made two amazing eight films. I always like Cloverfield. But just him, just him back and forth. I don't need updates 24-7. Take time to do your script. But taking a picture of Ben Affleck and saying big things in 2019, without any type of confirmation, just makes me want to punch him in his face. I don't really want to punch Wait, him there in
1: your was face. A, I'm okay, not going to make I didn't see so, that. But,
3: uh, essentially, what you're all saying is that this is like when Ryan Reynolds uh posted up that picture with um was it was it Ryan Reynolds and Hugh Jackman, Hugh Jackman and then and it was somebody else. Somebody else was there. I can't remember who it was. But like, Pierce Brosnan and, Yes, that's exactly who it was. It's Pierce and Everybody was like, Wait, Pierce Brosnan's cable and and Hugh Jackman's gonna be in this movie and blah 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 blah.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: That's the thing. That <laughs> none of it happened. None of it happened. None of it
1: happened. Uh, of it happened. But listen
2: I do wanna say, Dane, um, I think that's that's a pretty uh fair um you know, uh, attitude to have about the situation because it's going on for, for, for so freaking long. So where it's now like, all right, like you got someone who wants to direct a Superman movie Wait yeah, what you got someone who wants to you got someone who wants to direct a Superman movie with Henry Cavill. Henry Cavill wants to stay mm. in Superman, how are these things not being done? Like how are they not being taken care of? Um, you, know, well, you have uh, so money, Warner like, Brothers, sons of bitches? Give them
0: that no, big I don't, old
2: I don't, money. I don't. I, I'm, I'm with you, man. It, it's completely confusing, and it's just one of those things where it's just like, all right, listen. Maybe silence is just what Warner Brothers is deciding to do going forward. Cool. I mean, listen, if, if that's what you want to do and it works and we get good movies, I will not be one to tell you that I hate that. So do, do what, what's best for you. Um, But in the meantime, tell everyone else around you to shut up, Uh, because until they give us concrete uh, news, I don't want to hear anything else from anyone about any possible movies that had to do with the DC Universe. Just stop. Cut it off. Uh, So Matt Reeves, shove it, okay? Big things aren't happening in 2019. The 2019 gets here, so shut up. Uh, But did anyone else have anything else to add about this completely confusing topic? Um, before we move forward,
4: no, I just no. didn't know there was he that there was a picture of uh, Ben Affleck and Matt Reeves.
2: Uh yeah, yeah. it was apparently floating around uh, with him saying um, big things coming in 2019.
4: I remember taking a picture with with an agent, not not Matt Reeves.
2: You said with what?
4: An agent, like agency company, his agency company. Mm-hmm.
2: Oh no, I I thought I saw the photo of him and, and Ben Affleck. I'll find it and send it to you, the group I, right now. Okay, cool. Yeah,
1: please do. Did
2: your people not tell you about um, it, Joel?
4: Huh?
0: I said I said did your people not tell you about it?
4: No, I just haven't seen it. I think I was, I haven't seen it.
2: Oh. Um, alright, well Wadane's sending that to the group so you could see it, Joel. Um I'm gonna pass it to you to give us the Birds of Prey slash Black mask news that we got over the last couple of days.
1: Mm-hmm.
4: Uh, all right, so, yeah, we've got Birds of Prey news. Birds of Prey. So we've, we've got Rumbley last week about it, and they gave us a whole list of possibilities for, like, Black Canary and Hunters, and then they gave us the official casting of Black Canary and the Hunters. And so we got Journey Smollett-Bell playing the Black Canary. And uh, Mary Elizabeth Winstead playing the Huntress. And I personally really, uh, I like it. I like it. I didn't know how to feel first um, because it just came in so quickly, even though we've been waiting a while. But I like it. I mean, I think the biggest thing here is that they casted, you know, uh, a half-black, half-white actress as um, a black canarian. You know, the the Internet went on fire for, like, a couple hours, a couple days, actually. (laughs) And um <laughs> they you know, they made I a big thing about it. I, yeah, so and and then, you know, because she's not a, a white girl with blonde hair and so everyone kinda went nuts, um less less controversy over the uh the Huntress castings, obviously because you can't go wrong when Mary lives with Mary Elizabeth Winstead. But um yeah, I look we've seen concept like not concept, like fan art of what this girl can look like as black and hair Did they get anything close to what we've seen? those artists pull, you know, like pull off and I think everyone will shut the fuck up just because mm. the girl can act. The girl's good. Like the girl can do what she's got to do. And I just can I can't wait to see the, uh, what they give us, you know, cause I just everything, everything I'm hearing sounds really good. So I just can't wait to see what they look like at the end of the day. But what do you guys, what do you guys think? Like, Jawan, what, what do you think about the casting?
2: Um, I'm fine with the casting. Um, and I do want to add people who like are hating the Black Canary casting. I just want to remind you, you're the same people who hated the uh, Domino casting, and after the movie came out, I heard nothing from you. So maybe that should just be evidence that you should maybe just wait and see. Um, because, <laughs> Damn right. Um, I did hear that they were looking for a singer for uh, Black Canary. Um, she mm-hmm. does come from a family of singers. Uh, I actually do know. Um, she is a family friend, so I do know, uh, her and her brother. Her brother is, plays Jamal on the show Empire, um, and he can sing his, his tail off. Um, so I don't know if we'll see the aspect of singing from her character. I don't need it. Uh, I never wanted it when they, <laughs> when they said it. I was just like, I don't really need Black Canary to, to be singing. Uh, I, I thought that was weird when no. they said it, but. You know, if that's where they choose to go, I mean, they have someone that can do it, but I don't need that whatsoever. Just putting that out there. Um, but <laughs> to both casting Samir <laughs> right? are solid. Um, I have no issues with it. Uh, I also did hear, uh, I do not know if this is true at all, so do not hold me to this. I did hear part of uh, what went into casting was Margot Robbie didn't want any huge names, Uh casted uh, alongside for, for this movie, um, and that does not mean a bad thing. It just means maybe she just wanted – she didn't want the, the home run name. She wanted more names that would fit it, that would fit with her. Um, Joe, I think you were hearing this too, that she was actually doing some of the, um, the screenings, like with the, the casting. Um, just to kind of get a feel on on how they work together. So, I mean, she is the executive producer for the movie. So it's not like she's being a diva or anything. She's the executive producer. So she does kind of have some say in where casting and stuff goes. So that's understandable. So if the two of these ladies work perfectly alongside of her, I'm game. Um, Because I trust her as an actress. Um, We'll see what she does as an executive producer. But uh I'm fine with these two uh these two castings. I think they're very solid and I'm really excited to see what this movie turns out to.
4: Right. I agree with that totally. <laughs> uh Nick, what do you think about it?
3: Uh well first of all I love the Mary Elizabeth Winstead casting. I said I oh, yeah. um I think last week when uh when it was rumored that I was like really, really like big on that one because I, I have seen her in in several different things and have liked everything that I have seen from her, um, particularly Fargo season three. Um, she was so damn good in that. So like, um, and and that, and that sort of, um, uh, I guess mood, if you will, uh, seems like it, it should vibe with, um, with the DCEU. So, I mean, that, that's kind of got me excited to see, um, her portrayal of it's Huntress, right?
1: Yes, 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 yes.
3: Huntress. Uh, so that that's super cool. But really quickly, I want to I want to just piss off everybody really quick, except for the three of y'all. But everybody else, um, mm-hmm. like all, all of the like comic purists are racist, like uh, commenting on uh, like oh, I can't believe she's black, blah 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 blah. Y'all are fucking stupid, and I guarantee you, there will be like three <laughs> dumbasses on Twitter who don't know anything about the fucking character and they'll be like, why she got to be black canary. (laughs) And, and (laughs) that will be a thing. And then (laughs) there will be some, like some news websites. They fucking run with it and it'll be like a whole thing uh, because both, uh, both far sides of the spectrum, especially when it comes to like entertainment um, and we're not dealing with like important issues, like I don't know the environment or something, like uh, mm-hmm. are both both those far sides are fucking stupid. Um, so uh, that's that's pretty much my thoughts. But I do love the casting.
4: I totally with you. Totally with you. Dane, how do you feel about the casting? I know you had a lot to say recently.
0: No, I never I never said anything about this. Um, I I just I thought it was awesome. I need to stop going into like certain book you know discussions for other comp mm-hmm. related things. I'm glad that our page, I will say this. I think that our page is pretty damn awesome. Geek Vibes Nation on Facebook. Um yes. because I think it's a pretty damn up head about this type of stuff. I just don't get it. My biggest question that I threw out there my and I think Joel, I think you're the same thing. Blonde hair is mm-hmm. more I mean, she's uh, for fuck's sake, she's mixed. She has a very light skin pigmentation. Like, what the fuck is the difference if her or Mary Beth Elizabeth, or Ma- Mary Elizabeth Winstead, sorry, I don't know who the fuck Mary Beth Elizabeth is. <laughs> 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 what the fuck is the difference? My big thing would be like, alright, I hope she has blonde hair. And I'm not mm-hmm. necessarily it has to happen, but, you know, it's like Aquaman with his blonde hair that kind of gave him highlights and stuff like that. I just think that the ignorance... That is presented by people sometimes, and a lot of them aren't comic purists. They're just fucking idiots, and a lot of them just don't know their ass from their elbow. And the ones that are comp purists, I don't think necessarily it's so much racist as they can't get over any little fucking chains from anything. Either either perspective, especially the people that are just fucking ignorant and racist. Just I already said it. Hashtag hang gliding over volcanoes. That's all, that's all <laughs> I have to get Stick of it. It's stupid. There is a lot of Caucasian characters, you know, out there. Who? Why is it such a big deal if we change it up? And I, you know, I don't know this actress that well. I know she was on True Blood. I know she's been in a bunch of four. She's
1: gorgeous. Mm-hmm.
0: She. I've always thought of Black Canary as someone like a, has this this vibe of, of uh like a like a Hollywood vixen from like the fifties and sixties and something like a like a Marilyn Monroe style to her. She's always had that type of look, but she's a badass. So if she can embody that type of thing, great. I don't care. The blonde hair is more of a problem to me than anything else. And I, that's still not that big of an issue at all. So I, I like the casting of her. I think that she's gorgeous. And I love the other actress uh, because of Scott Pilgrim and so many movies I've seen her in. I love uh, Mary. So her them, them two, awesome. Uh, the the options that we have for blast mask between uh, Charlotte Copley and and also you uh, and McGregor I think are great choices as well I kind of am pulling for you and McGregor a little bit more if that's true but I like the casting decisions I just wish my only my only gripe is that Batgirl is not presented in this whatsoever and it seems like they're taking out Oracle and putting in Harley Quinn which is weird but I'm sure they'll make it work um, I just like I said I get yeah. Bewildered by the amazement of just people's reactions at first. And I just, it's kind of like Matt Reeves, but like actually true. I want to punch them through their computer screen. If I had that option, that would be my superpower. Just a punch. So like one,
4: <laughs> maybe <laughs> a part one.
1: Yeah. I, you know what?
4: I'm not that, I'm not that far off. On, I, I kind of agree with almost everything. If every, if not everything you just said, the blonde hair for me is everything for black and hair. I think it's iconic to the character. So like uh, it's nothing like hair dye or a wig can't fix, in my opinion. So it's not that no, big a deal. Not at all. It can be. It can be done. Uh and yeah, I mean, you brought up the black mask casting is uh, possibilities, because I, I know apparently they're looking for like a Sam Rockwell type, and apparently Sam Rockwell couldn't do it because I think um, I think it, some type of scheduling complex, so he had
1: to pass it. No. Uh, and, uh, wow, yeah. That would have been so awesome. That, they
4: wanted Sam Rockwell, obviously. Um, but, obviously, they go looking at Ewan McGregor or Co Copley. And I'd be I'd happy be, with be either one. Because especially after seeing Ewan McGregor in Fargo uh, Season 3, I've been very impressed yeah. with his work there. Uh, and But Copley is, like, the perfect villain for almost anything. He He's, he's a chameleon in his own right. He, he can do so many different things. So I'd be open to any, either one of those guys there if they, you know, someone else randomly gets the job as long as they can do you know do it well. And they're in the mask, so for me it's not that big a deal. Like, I personally don't remember seeing a lot of black masks outside of the mask, but that's just
2: me.
4: Uh, so it's not that big a deal. They just got to be able to do the character justice, and I think well, those two guys can definitely do it.
2: Well, I, I, would, I always say oh, anytime on. you have – oh, I'm sorry. Go No, go ahead. Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, I had nothing else. I was just – go ahead. Oh, okay. Uh, my biggest thing is anytime you have um, – a character that usually should wear a mask, like a large portion of the time. I usually always vote mm-hmm. to never go with a big name because they kind of prefer to to show their face,
1: mm-hmm.
2: and it's like unless like, you
3: Urban, go...
2: right? Yeah, right. of course. <laughs> um, so to me, the guy I wanted to be black mask, who isn't a huge huge name but is a name, um, is the guy from Memento. Uh, I just thought he had the swagger. Guy I Pierce? thought he had the yes, that. Guy Pearce. Thank you. Oh I yeah, that'd be Pierce Would be tailor made for Black mass. Um I, I That was oh, yeah. always my pick. Um, and you and McGregor and the other guy would be would be fine. I would have no issues whatsoever. Um, but Guy Pearce will always be my pick, and so they get a pick. Um, so. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it's one of those things to, uh, with me that, like Joel said. <clears throat> his character doesn't often have off his mask. Um, I don't recall any big iterations of the character, like any big showings of the character that had him without his mask. So it's like, you know, he's right. going to have his mask on. So as long as the guy in the mask can act, I don't really think it's much of an issue who is really black mask. Um, right. But I am interested to see, uh, because um, Margot did the, the, the screen testings with the two uh, actresses with Black Canary and um, Huntress, I'm interested to see if she does that with Black Mask. Um, so if she does, I'm interested to see, because it seems like they're saying she doesn't want big names. So I'm interested to see where she goes if she does it with uh, the Black Mask casting.
4: I wonder. I'm very curious about that. Nick, what did you think about it? We didn't hear your real opinion on it.
3: Yes, I did.
4: Did you, oh, oh, black, you did?
3: oh no black mask uh yeah, yeah black mask. um oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah I dude I would love you and McGregor I like I like Joan's idea of Guy Pierce I don't think that's like a small name by by any stretch of the imagination right. um right. but I mean I think you and McGregor and Guy Pierce are about on on the same level um mm-hmm. I think you and McGregor just maybe gets a little more hype within the geek community because of Star Wars um but right. as far as like right, the, right. In the acting world you know um but uh, but yeah, I mean, I no, I, I don't I'm, I'm not, not familiar cool. with the other actor who who what has he been in that I would Charles know Charles Copley. Um, yeah,
4: what, District Nine. Yeah, uh, oh, okay. he was in Hardcore Henry. He was in. Uh, 18. I think he did Power.
2: He was in the A Team. He was in A Team. Oh yeah,
4: he was A Team. He was in A Team. Yeah,
3: see, he's he's a, like, one one a like lot of
2: these.
3: I saw District Nine, but that was a while ago. I haven't seen any of the other ones. Um, I I tried to watch A Team, and that's well, not my thing. Um but well, uh, pretty good nick. I, like I, I to- believe me, I watched enough of it to know I wasn't missing anything by not watching the rest of it. Like, <laughs> trust <laughs> me. Um, but uh but yeah, I mean as far as like uh I, I'm kind of on board with, with Jawan's notion, it's like it's not it's not hugely important that, you know, you, you get somebody who's um like a mm-hmm. a specific look or anything, because obviously he's going to have the mask on for the majority. So as long as they can act, that's cool. Um, Just, like, off the top of my head, um, like, who, like, I would like, and I don't know if it would really work as far as the comic translation of the character, but, like, I, I would love, like, a Christoph Waltz, like, somebody who's just, like... Like I did, I, I, I know it wasn't very well received or anything, but I actually love Christoph Waltz's performance. Uh, it's it's over the top, but I love his performance in Green Hornet, like um, yeah. yeah, as uh, as the mob boss in that.
1: Yeah. Um, like
3: yeah, like fun. just dial it down <laughs> a little bit, like as far as like the 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 cheesiness, but like I could totally see him pulling off Black Mask. Um, but uh, but yeah, I mean, I I, I, I at least very much. Uh, I'm in favor of Ewan McGregor, and I'm sure the other guy would be fine, too.
2: Yeah, I mean, yeah. Uh, that, that, that'd that be such a fun picnic. I know a lot of people, just because of all the movies he's done, Once Ray Liotta, but I, I don't ever oh, see yeah. that, that, that happening.
3: I can do with Ray Liotta. Was, that was, that's my top Especially because to Ray come... Liotta's kind of got a fucked up face now, so he definitely <laughs> worth yeah. <that>. Oh, fuck. <laughs>
0: Well, it's because of uh, Red Hood with with that portrayal, uh, and I mean the comics too. But like that direct portrayal makes me think that Ray Liotta could be that guy that kind of freaks out and shoots one of his guys just because he's pissed yeah. off. But
3: Hell any yeah. choice
0: that we think would be great for the role. Mm-hmm. Uh, and if pick you and McGregor, great. Um, yeah, I don't know. Ray Liotta would be cool.
2: Yes. Yeah, and I'll throw a name out there that probably would never do it. But it's such a fun name that I think he could really pull it off. Um, but it, I've never really seen him outside of one action one action series of, of movies that really gave me like that really serious uh, tone. I'd love to see Matt Damon flirt with Black Black Matt. I think that'd yeah. be a lot of fun. I think that'd be a lot of fun.
3: I mean, he could pull it off. Like Matt Damon is versatile as fuck. Like he could definitely just, pull it off. I, I think Matt Damon could do
2: it. And then the idea of his black mask going up against Finn's Batman. All right, anyway.
3: Um <laughs> <laughs> yeah. i just looking for any any role where he can get Matt Damon in there. It's like let me let's, let me get Matt Damon in there and then Matt Damon can talk to Finn Affleck and be like, yeah, that's bro, all "Come, I want, come back. Come on. That's all I come want. Back. That's all I want."
2: Um but speaking of Batman, let's stay in the birds of prey uh fan uh well topic. And Joel, I think um I think you heard about this also. I don't know how true it is, but we did hear some rumblings of the possibility of in the Birds of Prey movie, Batman possibly ha uh have having been abandoned Gotham. Like there's no Batman in Gotham. Um and with the idea of hearing that, I loved it. The only reason why I loved it is because Dane and I thought of you immediately when, when I first heard this rumor was because I thought Man, if there's no Batman, who could you have in this movie that could be uh, not a replacement of Batman, but kind of fill in as like the vigilante for that city? And I immediately thought Green Arrow. Green Arrow. I know that is not where he resides, but oh, I, thought, I thought it could, no, I yeah, thought I mean, it I could be night a night mission. Night. No, no, yeah, I'm hear or me the birds of I thought prey. it could be, that's what I'm saying. I was saying I thought it could be because uh, Dinah is there, could be why Green Arrow tags along. Um, and I'm not saying he's a huge point in the story or anything. He's just there as like a, a side character, as like a, a helping hand of some sort, um, just to have Dinah's back for a scene or whatever. Um, but just someone to kind of have that void of a of, of feeling of that. I thought Green Arrow would be a lot of fun to, to have as a character that you don't have to have his own movie, he doesn't have to have a huge part in it, but it would be a character that fans would really love to see in some capacity, um, in some kind of DC movie. Uh, and I thought it'd be really cool to have the idea of him maybe just be a presence in there for whatever the capacity might be. Uh, but Dan, I'll go to you first. What are your thoughts on the rumor of Batman possibly abandoning uh, Gotham?
0: The whole thing is, I'm just wondering why he would have like why he's not as active as he was after what happened with Justice League. If that will be explained in the Batman, um, you know, Matt Reeves movie, if some for some reason we'll have a cross-dimensional and um, you know Galactus will come over to DC and just destroy the whole entire thing. I'm, I'm just kidding. No, but specifically with what you said. If they make a reference to someone like, you know, we have a new Green Vigilante and like Black Canary hears that, that's on the scene or something, you know, they make reference in the movie that Batman's kinda of taking a uh, a leave of absence, if you will. Maybe make a reference to Dick Grayson's Nightwing or Batgirl or something like that. I think any of that type of stuff would be a lot of fun because there are a lot of superheroes that take up Gotham because Gotham basically is a Seth pool. A uh, cesspool of uh, hate and, uh, you know, crime and destruction. So it needs a lot of hands on deck. So um, I like the rumor. It's interesting. I'm just wondering if they're going to really have an end game if that's actually true to the story. Like, if they're going to explain that or if it's just going to be a part of the story for the fuck of it. So that's my biggest thing.
2: Yeah, I mean, it, it's one of those things where it's like the rumor isn't, like, super far-fetched. I mean, because Batman's, like, so old already in the current iteration of of the telling of his Batman. So, I mean, maybe he's off somewhere else. I mean, because now that he's part of the Justice League, it's not just Gotham he has to protect now. Um, So maybe that's what part of the story is. I I don't know. This is a rumor. Um, Batman could not be a part of this story, like, at all, outside of maybe conversation. So, but it's just when I heard it, it wasn't super far-fetched that Batman maybe had some accumulated vacation time. Uh, but, Nick, what are your thoughts mm-hmm. on the possibility of Batman abandoning Gotham? For the Birds of Prey movie, sorry. Let me add that out there.
3: Uh, yeah, I mean, obviously, like, you're, like Ben Affleck's not in commission right now, so they got to work around that. So, I mean, that's right. pretty much... Like, if they could have him be there, they would, um, just like they did for, like, his cameo in Suicide Squad. It would be probably about that same amount of length. Um, but they can't, so... Yeah, I mean, there's there's so many different ways you can work that out. I mean, I don't I don't even necessarily think he has to like be away uh, from Gotham. Like you just don't see him. Like I mean, it's not like I, I I'm a big proponent of you don't have to put Batman in every single movie. So oh whoa whoa whoa
2: whoa you watch your mouth. Yes you do. So go ahead. I'm talking to
3: Well, you don't have to, um, but like. Yeah, I mean it, it obviously I mean this is this is due to a circumstance uh in, in our own world. Um but uh but yeah I mean as far as him off doing stuff yeah I mean I think I think you could honestly like set it just set it during um uh the like the happenings of the Justice League movie and obviously he's dealing with some bigger shit at that time. Um so somebody's got to look after Gotham. Um and maybe you can even throw in some some Type of dialogue as far as like um, you know, well, like Batman's off doing this shit. Like we we need to hold down the fort, kind of thing. Um, and you know, obviously Black Mask, uh, you know, is is it either rises to power or what what have you. And that's something that they have to deal with. Um, that Batman trusts them to deal with while he's all saving the fucking world. Um, I, I wouldn't I wouldn't really worry too much about the. Um, Like, I mean, I feel like you could deal with that in, like, one throwaway line or something like that if you even want to do that. I don't need you to do that. Um, Like, I mean, where Batman is, it it doesn't really matter if he's not in the movie. Like, you don't... I I think these, like, solo stories maybe go a little too far out of their way to, like, try to tie in to the the bigger universe where you can just make a movie and know it exists Mm -hmm. in the same universe. It doesn't have to tie together. Um, like, I mean, I think like with the, with the Wonder Woman movie, like that whole movie kind of circles around that photo, um, and then goes into her backstory and then comes back out to the photo and everything. And it was like, dude, that was an obvious, like little thing to just tie it to, um, BVS and it was unnecessary. I'm not saying I, di- I disliked it. I'm just saying it wasn't necessary for mm. the movie. Um it was obviously like plugged in there to tie things together um and as far as like ties go it, they they utilized it well um but i just i don't i don't buy into the idea that or the notion that you need to do that. you can just make a story and Batman is wherever Batman is like you don 't have to explain it
2: well <sighs> I see what you're saying. The the biggest thing with me of the idea of needing to do it, whether it's through dialogue um, or showing or whatever, is because if Birds of Prey takes place in Gotham, to which Joelle, correct me if I'm wrong, that's where it's rumored to take place, it's hard mm-hmm. to, to think about the idea of the, all these events happening in Gotham and Batman never shows up. That'd be the equivalent of, like, if, if, uh, maybe two events are going on in Gotham. No, no, no. What I'm saying is, Nick, I'm saying you don't have to show Batman. Just through dialogue, like, someone could go, like, isn't it, like, super weird? Like, we haven't, like, seen Batman at all. And then Harley Quinn makes a joke, like, he's with Superman and them now. Nah, he has things to worry about. Like, that would then, people would just go, okay, like, maybe he's doing stuff
3: with Justice League off somewhere. Like, I'm just I saying, get like, but forcing to be in that Gotham, bit of dialogue into a script is, is, I don't know, man. I, I, I I'm it's not a fan of it.
2: I'm
3: saying so let me if they do thing. it, if they do it tactfully like they did with the, the photo in wonder woman, um, mm-hmm. like fine. But like, I just don't, I don't ultimately, I I just don't think it's necessary, but I mean, I can see where you're coming from. Juwan. I mean, it is, it is like Batman city. Um, right. So, yeah, but like, I, I, I don't know. I, I mean, don't I, don't, need I, it. Don't, I don't think it's necessary. <laughs> I mean, no, I it's think not
2: necessary. I, I can it's not necessary, piece together. But...
3: I can piece together in my head enough scenarios where Batman wouldn't be able to deal with Black Mask.
2: I, I get what you're saying, but to me, it's like it pops in my mind. Like if
3: there was a season of Iron Fist
2: to where like huge things were happening in Hell's Kitchen, and there was just like never a mention or showing of Daredevil. It's just like, well, is he ignoring it? Like, what, why isn't he popping up? Like, where is he? Like, what's happening? That, to me, is just like, well, then don't put it in, in Gotham. Like, you can put it anywhere else. It doesn't have to be in Gotham, is what I'm saying. So, you putting it in Gotham means it's now in Batman's world, uh, because Gotham only exists because of Batman. So, to me, it's like, to ignore it completely, you can do it, yeah, sure, and the movie would be fine. But to me, it's yeah, just but like, it, it wouldn't Gotham, hurt to mention it.
3: Isn't Gotham supposed to be like New York City? Like, isn't it supposed to have, like, five different boroughs and stuff? Like, isn't that it the never, whole thing, like, when Nightwing... Well, wait, well, when Nightwing, like, comes to his own, he goes to a particular borough of Gotham. I forget what it's called.
4: Um, it's Bloodhaven.
3: Bloodhaven. Bloodhaven, yes. Yeah. Uh, thank you, Joel. I, I knew you'd be there for me. Um, <laughs> like, and that's like a <laughs> borough of Gotham that's, like, particularly bad. Uh, so, so, like, you know, you... I don't know. I, I it, Maybe it takes place within a, a, a smaller borough or something like that, where it's like, you know, it's, it's, it's going on in Gotham, but it's, it's within a, a particular part of Gotham. Like I said, it,
2: if you don't mention it at all, it doesn't make the movie any, ba- any better or any worse. So I agree with you in the sense of you don't need it. I'm just saying, for you to put it in Gotham, where you could put it anywhere else, I'm just saying it wouldn't hurt to just throw in a mention. Uh, sure. But Joel, what are what are your thoughts on uh, Batman? No, did I already go to you? No, I didn't. Uh, no, what are your no, Thoughts no, on no. Batman, abandoning Gotham?
4: Um. Well, that that rumor comes from uh, a, a tweet, <laughs> but um, it, from what I understand, it uh, it says that uh, Batman hasn't been seen in Gotham for over, uh, for over two years. Uh, in uh, met apparently. apparently. I mean, that's just, that's the rumor. So he hasn't been seen in in, in Gotham for two years. Um, so it doesn't really explain much except the fact that they haven't seen him in Gotham. He hasn't been very visually there, <laughs> at least in presence. Now, like, I don't know exactly what's going on or how they're going to explain it. But that's a whole other thing to worry about. That's not their problem. Like, Birds of Prey has done uh, comics in Gotham for a long time, and Batman didn't wasn't in all of those comics. You know, so, I mean... It happens. It's been done uh, in the past, and um, I, I don't know. I, I like. I it's, it's gonna be a very much a Birds of Prey centric, Harley Quinn centric story that takes place in Goth- Gotham, and I can understand where you would. How do you do all this and not have Batman know what's going on in his city? You know, so I totally understand that, and it does make sense for, for him to be involved in some capacity. Um, but at the same time, that's why I think they might throw in that one-liner saying that he hasn't been around. That's why, he, you know, he's not around. That's why he's not interfering or whatever the hell it is. And um, they'll use that as their little... Thing that you were talking about—that little nod to where the Batman might be at the time—but you know, two years might be a long ass time, though. So I'm like, what's happened in those yeah. two years? Like, where'd he go? Right. Um, but I don't know. They could always adjust it. You know, apparently it's just a line in the movie, so I don't, I don't know. That could always be either taken out or ju- adjusted later on. So who knows? Right.
0: So maybe Batman's hanging out with Aquaman. Maybe that's the. There you go.
4: Uh, That's who hunting Aquaman. He had a or big ass beard be, too. Remember? <laughs>
2: or he could be uh, with Diana. I mean, who knows? I saw a little bit of uh, yeah. that makes players yeah.
1: there. That's true. <laughs> in Europe,
2: yeah. yeah. he yeah, could be off somewhere with her. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah. But Dane, I don't think I went to you, Dane. Uh, my mind is completely gone right now. Uh, so your thoughts on Batman possibly abandoning uh, Gotham? And like Joel said. A two year period of him really not being uh in Gotham.
0: Uh or active, the thing is right I don't there. I don't remember if you went to me either, so I'm just gonna go. Um <laughs> <laughs> something, but then again I don't I don't know what's going on. Um yeah. So Batman's gone and other people are picking up his slack. Mm-hmm. I mean, if this is a, a small part of the story, like you hear news talking about where has Batman gone, blah 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 blah, and that's in the background very much. Dark Knight Returns-esque where you see like a lot of radios talking about it and people are, are stepping up in his absence. That's cool with me. Um, you know, if they can make it go into the story without making it about Batman being gone, which is, I think is something that Nick's kind of reflecting on. I, I, as long as you're not making the movie just about that, um, mm-hmm. then I think it's a good thing. And I think small things, like I said beforehand with, you know, Black Canary, there's a new uh Archer style vigilante, like hearing that over the radio, just a nod to fans that, Hey, they hook up in the comp book. Maybe that's something they're going to go or some reference to back or some reference to something like that. But, um, before we move on, I wanted to, um, I want, I'm going to try to sound like John Cena when he's apologizing. Uh, I wanted to apologize uh, to you guys. I I made the notes and uh, no one stopped me earlier. Um, so I found out, even though I was shit, Joel's actually right. Uh, someone fucking modified a photo of the producer of, of, of with, with Ben Affleck and made it sound like it was for Matt Reed's page. So I was the one who put it on there. I'm the fucking idiot. And, uh, yeah, that was actually him and his producer. It looked very similar to him, I will say. Apparently, he, Matt Reed's is tagged in the post. But I hate the
1: internet, so... Uh, yeah, that—that—that's. all uh, oh, I have to say about that. Again. Oh, that damn it! <laughs> fair enough, man. Fair
2: enough. Um, <laughs> but no. Um, I will say to the point that you made, Dane. Uh, I would love something just as small as like after the birds of prey, like Save the Day or whatever. Um, they're like, "How about we have a girls' night?" And Dinah's like, "No, like I have a date." And then like you just see her walking to the restaurant, and the guy goes. Uh, Mister Queen, like your table's ready. Like we, maybe we don't even see him. We just see like her,
3: like cool. um,
2: walk to go sit down. Like and then it just sets mm-hmm. up. Like maybe in the next one, maybe we see Oliver a little bit. Um, but just something small like that, I'd be completely fine with. And I think the the fans would feel insane knowing that That'd Oliver cool. Queen is a part of the DC world. Um, right now, even if he's not the Arrow, just knowing that Oliver Queen exists. Uh, in the current DCEU world, oh, I'm pretty did. sure fans would be happy
1: with.
0: Maybe we'll see a scene of, of at the end, an after-cred scene, of Ben Affleck's Batman
2: taking a dump. Maybe that's what we'll oh, see. Yeah. I'm uh, game as long as he's in it. I'm game. I'm fine with that as long as he's in it. Uh, <laughs> let's move on. <laughs> let's move on to another topic um, that I'm really extremely angry about. Uh, and that's Hellboy, the reboot that no one asked for, but I'm extremely excited about, um, being this yes back in April for absolutely no reason. Like the movie was in, and I remember talking to you not too long ago, Joelle, and I was saying, we should be getting a trailer soon because it's supposed to come out in January. So the trailer yeah. should be, I was, I was thinking because uh, they were supposed to have a panel at New York Comic Con. So I was just like, man, I'm really looking forward to, they are, thank you. I was really yeah. looking forward to seeing a trailer, you know, more photos maybe of other characters and then boom, out would of nowhere. Surprised. Yeah, I'm like, boom, out of nowhere. April, why, why would you do that? Like, <laughs> don't toy with my heart. Are you doing reshoots? Like, what? why would you push it back? Um, so, as of now, I still have no idea why they're pushing it back. Um, but uh, I am still excited for this movie. I do love... Um, Completely forgot his name, but the guy playing Hellboy, he looks sick It's Hellboy. Uh, David, Harper, Harbour, um, David Harbour. Harbour. David Harbour. Harbour, yeah. He looks ripped. Um, I'm super excited to see his take on Hellboy, but I want to go to you first, Joel. What are your thoughts about Hellboy being pushed back? Like, is, is it no big deal to you, or do you think there was an issue for why they had to push it? Well, not, let me not say it's far back, but had to push it from January to, uh, to April.
4: Yeah, we don't. We didn't really get an explanation as why it got pushed back four months. Uh, I just know they moved it like a week uh, a week after Shazam. So I'm like, okay. I mean, you want to go up against Shazam? Uh, <laughs> that's on you. Um, I, look, I'm excited, just like you. I, I it was also something I wasn't really asking for, but I've always been a big Hellboy guy. Uh, I love the original Hellboy movies, and I love the, the the pictures that we did get of Hellboy. Um, of David Harbor as Hellboy, I'm like that made me so psyched to see what else they got in store for us, and I really hope next week um, we do get a, at least a, a, some type of trailer or pictures. Um, they, they they we deserve at least that much, even if they're not finished, and they won't be in time for January. So I'll I'll, I'll right. be patient. There's a lot of we have a lot of shit to watch and go over in those couple of months. It's not like we're going to be uh, abandoned or anything from like PG right. kid. I mean, we'll, we'll be just, well. by the time it comes out, we'll be surprised. We're like, Oh shit, it's next week. <laughs> like, but <laughs> right. I, I am, I am excited for it. I love Hellboy, And so I really, I hope, I hope we get more information within the week by the end of it, uh, this coming week. So we can, we can talk about that on the next show.
2: So, man, I, I really do. I really do. Um, I did have some big news, but I want to wait until after Nick and, and Dane go, as far as New York comic-con um but Jane what are your thoughts about Hellboy being pushed back to April were you excited for this movie to begin with and are you okay with obviously you have to be but this long wait now uh for this movie
0: yeah I mean I was excited because of the talent they have on board um I loved the first two uh Hellboy movies from uh Del Toro uh I just think that, you know, it didn't really, they didn't make enough for his demands for an even bigger budget for the third one, which is why that didn't end up getting made, inevitably. But, I mean, you got David Harbour as Hellboy. He looks great as it. You got Mila Djokovic, mm-hmm. uh, Ian McShane, Daniel Day Kim all in it. Uh, Neil Marshall, who is uh, the, one of the Game of Thrones directors, does a lot of their episodes. He's directing it. And you also have Mike Magoglia, or Mignola, uh, the creator of the mm-hmm. character, doing so that's pretty impressive altogether, mm-hmm. uh, but they decided to take it out of January, which usually a dumping ground. But if you have a good film like Hellboy, you would think that you can make a lot mm-hmm. of money uh, through that mm-hmm. that month. That's that's something it. that. You know, uh, did you get? Do you have something to say?
3: No. So like Split did. Split was in
1: January. It did well. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Exactly. You would think that that would be a good place to put it to make money continuously. This, you're doing it a week after Shazam comes out. and It's like a new Eddie Murphy movie comes out the same week, which is counter-programming, but still. A new Robert Downey Jr. comes out the same week. It's mm. but Shazam's going to be there. And then I think another big blockbuster comic book movie comes out a couple weeks after. So it is like, what are you doing? It's either they yeah. have a lot of faith in the project or they just don't have any at all, I guess. That's the only two places I could think of. But a week after Shazam, like... That's uh, that's uh, this, it's the same style of people or same same group of people that go to see Shazam. We're gonna go see that, so I don't know. Right. It's, it's, it's very funky,
2: so uh, I'm hoping it's good. You want to know what makes it even crazier, Dane? I'm hearing that the Russo brothers could also give us Avengers four at the end of um, uh, April, like they did uh this year. So if they do that, Move it's it up. like you're you're in between Shazam that could do really big numbers um, and the the next Avengers movie. Even if the Avengers movie stays put in May, um, it's like you're, you still don't give yourself enough time to really garnish the box office because Shazam is going to eat up a lot of it. Then on the back end, Avengers 4. So it's like January would have been the perfect time. I mean, because like Joel said, split and... A movie that wasn't really good but still did well in the box office. Triple X did really good in the box office, and so did Split. So it's like if those two movies could do really well in January, which is like the month that just random things come out. Why not try to keep yeah. it there and the just completely eat up? Yeah, completely eat up that month of January. I don't know. Maybe they do. Obviously, that's why they're there and we're here. Whatever, but it doesn't make sense. <laughs> um, but Nick, um, what are you thoughts?
3: Yeah, I mean, I, I'm kind of on board with all of you guys. I mean, it's weird that they would move it, um, especially against all that competition. Like, even if even if Avengers doesn't change dates, it only gives you, what, three weeks to make money yeah, before yeah. Avengers comes out and you're competing yeah. against Aquaman? Uh, or not I'm sorry, not Aquaman, Shazam, Shazam. Um, which I'm so hyped for. <laughs> like I know Joanna, I know you didn't really like the trailer didn't like resonate with you, but like dude, I fucking loved that trailer. Like I think it was my right. favorite trailer, um that we discussed that week. Um, and it just it it really made me hype for that movie. And like, yeah, I mean it's just I feel like it's probably gonna get lost in the mix there. Um I, I, honestly, I mean, I, I don't know what they're thinking. It's it's a little baffling to me. I, I mean, I could see moving it back to maybe February when there's still not a whole lot going on. Especially considering, I don't know which came first. Um, them moving Dark Phoenix from February uh, to, I, I think he said July um, or June. Um, June. But like, yeah, just moving that to June, like, then, like, I would have been like, yeah, let's let's move our movie to February now that, like, we don't have to compete with Dark Phoenix. Like, that would have made total sense to me. But to move it to April, like, yeah, that didn't make a whole lot of fucking sense. Um, uh, you know, like, especially, especially, too, like, doesn't, uh, Captain Marvel comes out March, early March, but still comes out in March. And, like, we saw, like, the imprint that, uh... Like the the huge footprint that Black Panther had, um, as far as like its its stability in the box office and everything else. Like I mean, Captain Marvel could have that same type of effect. So like I would think you would want your movie to come out before that. You wouldn't yeah. want it to come out right after Shazam, and you wouldn't want it to come out right before Avengers. So like yeah, I, I don't. Nick. I don't know what the hell they're thinking.
2: I will say though, uh, I just remembered this. If it stayed in January, let's not forget Aquaman is the twenty-first, so that movie could still be making money well into January. That's uh, why I in said Helleboy, move to
3: February.
2: Right, I exactly. agree. I agree. Yeah. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. As far as taking it out of January, I get how that does make make sense. Uh, just to kind of avoid Aquaman, but making us wait till April instead of just February is just like.
3: What? Yeah. Who yeah. told you I, this would was say, a smart idea? I would say find find your like medium between Aquaman and um uh Captain Marvel, whatever weekend is most closely like right in between the two of those and put it right there. That makes mm-hmm. sense, whether that's the end of January, beginning of February, whatever. Um, put it right there and and that's where you're gonna make the most money. Um and the fact that they're not doing that is is very baffling to me.
2: Yeah, I mean, and the the biggest problem I have is with all these movies moving and not telling us why they're moving. Um, is just like, what what is it like? Don't one thing I always suggest for the studios don't ever have the fans assume because it's usually always negative. Um right. So it's like it doesn't <laughs> hurt to just say. We wanted to give it a little bit more time for editing, or we wanted to give it more time for this or for that. Just say something, because when you just move it, we just go, maybe reshoots are coming. Maybe they're nervous about the time frame. Like, we just always go to the negative. So it's like, don't ever leave that window for fans to just go completely negative.
3: Give yeah, that's a time where silence doesn't pay off.
2: <laughs> no, never does. Never does. Uh, because we've just seen too many movies reschedule for bad reasons. So it's like don't don't let it assume because that's where our mind will go. Um, but yeah, it's well maybe they'll where maybe they'll like,
3: listen to this, wise up, and then move it like right you know at the beginning of February. Um, so yeah. But fingers crossed. <laughs> well,
2: if we find out, it wouldn't be until um, Comic Con. That's when I assume any of their news that they would give us would come out then. So let, we'll, we'll see. <laughs> we will have a better idea. Um, But I did want to talk to you guys about one really cool thing about Comic-Con that I've been hearing um, is um, Todd McFarlane's going to be there with his own panel. I am hearing we could possibly get our first look, not trailer, maybe photo or something of Spawn. Um, And I was also hearing we could possibly be getting a surprise appearance at his panel. Do not know what that is. I'm just going to go out and say I have no idea what that is. Uh, Me and Joel will find out firsthand. uh, But he's supposed to be having a surprise guest at the panel for um, Spawn. So uh, you guys can assume what you want to (laughs) assume. I choose not to. uh, Going with very little expectations on what that could be. Uh, But I just wanted to go around and say, the odds that we might get our first look at Spawn? Like, where where do you put those odds at? Joel? I'll start with you. Where do you put the odds at that we might get an official photo or look at um, uh, Spawn?
4: I'm going to get 80% chance we got our first look at Spawn at (laughs) New York (laughs) Comic Con. Very high. All right. But not high enough.
2: (laughs) (laughs) All right. Um, Nick, where do you go with it?
3: Price is right rules. I'm going seventy nine percent. uh I mean, I, uh, I I hope we do. Like I'm I'm am really excited for Spawn. Um, especially once Jamie Fox like jumps on board. Like that's that's gonna be awesome. I would love um, I, like and and as far as like the the surprise appearance. Um, I would just love if both Michael Jai White. And um, John Leguizamo got cameos, like um, right. That would that cool. would be super cool. I'm not saying mm-hmm. that they would like show like that's something that you would want to wait and reveal in the movie probably. Um, but I don't know. I just think that would be super cool. Like maybe you could have um, maybe even just like a flashback of um, you know when. Uh, you know, Spawn is uh younger. I don't shit. I don't mm-hmm. even know his his actual name. What what is Spawn's name? Al, his, like, Simmons, name. I think. Al Simmons. Al Simmons. Yep. Um. So like yeah like like have have like Al Simmons like in a flashback with his father being Michael J. White or something like cool like that and then finally like, something for for um uh, John Leguizamo like that. that Really crossing my fingers for that because that would be really a really cool way to like pay homage to like the the original Spawn movie which you know isn't great but um, and per, for its time it's it's definitely not bad like um, it, it it hasn't aged well I would put it in the same kind of um, respect as like Mortal Kombat um, like it's got it's got its redeeming qualities. Um, granted I'm 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 a little harder on Mortal Combat than um probably everybody else in the world. Um, but uh it's a great movie, goddammit. it. It's not. It's not <laughs> but it does have some redeeming qualities. Um but uh but yeah, like I mean I I, uh, I definitely think that um uh it is a great possibility that we can get some first look type stuff. Maybe maybe even like a not not necessarily like a teaser trailer, but maybe like um like a snippet, you know like sometimes they do those little um like ten to fifteen second like um things where they like just throw some text up and then show like a picture um or minute long things or whatever um like that that could be really like the like the first defender's thing where you know it had the Defenders thing, show up in the paper and then it had the, the the five and then turn into a fist and all that type stuff. Like, maybe we could get something like that and get just, like, a little glimpse of what's going on. Um, like, that would be super cool. Yeah.
2: I mean, like I said, who knows? Who knows? Who knows? All I know is that he has a panel. We'll be there. James, um, uh, what, what percent do you give uh, that we might see our first look at Spawn? 70% of the time, all
0: the time.
1: Like
2: a- <laughs> Damn
0: it. Come on, Dane. Damn it. Shut up. Um, I, I think I think actually there is a pretty good chance we'll see some type of concept art or maybe a little clip of showing how they're going to be able to pull off with the small budget they have, you know, the effects. Um, I'm, I have a lot of hope for this movie. So I actually think that Blumhouse has a chance to really make... I think that if they do this, maybe they'll look at some of the other image characters, and I'm not saying a shared universe people, but try to do what they've done with horror with the budgets they have uh, with some of these image comic characters that I grew up with, like Spawn. Uh, The biggest thing that I'm scared of is the fact that Tom McFarlane's directing, and I don't think that's going to change anytime soon, but I have faith due to the fact that they have Jamie Foxx. So if we're talking about New York Comic Con, yeah, I think there's a good chance that we'll see. And hopefully it makes people excited and uh, doesn't do like, you know, when um, San Diego Comic Con had a picture of Apocalypse um, and we all freaked the fuck out because it looked like Ivan news, <laughs>
1: <laughs>
2: Yeah, that was pretty bad. That was really bad. Um, wow, yeah, thank you for that. Uh, now that and that I'm was really just lighting. Uh, like, me- no 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 no. I oh. just mean what that movie turned out to be. Not oh, just anything yeah, yeah,
3: yeah. like Ivan. Like, yeah, but oh, I do like that as far as that particular picture, it was it was the particular lighting which I don't think right. that anyone took into it. Yeah, man. it was reflected in purple.
0: Right. Uh one but, thing I wanted to throw in there real quick that um yeah. uh, Christopher Brother Ray Patton is listening to us right now. Uh that doesn't keep mm. the line every Wednesday. So everyone say hi to him. He said that uh Spawn what up, Chris? That basically, basically the um, the performance of Venom, he thinks, is definitely going to reflect uh, Spawn doing well, and I think that's a good point. That they're a very similar characters, special effects. That's a that's a very interesting point to bring up. So I wanted to say that.
2: What's up, Chris? Only what's up, Chris? Only small difference about that Dane is the reason why Venom's not allowed to fully be Venom is because they're trying to hold out hope of connecting him to the most lighthearted character. Um, yeah. Out there. Where Spawn, Spawn can be straight up. Spawn has up no worries all. about that. Spawn could yeah. be a right. horror movie with with a comic book character, so it has the freedom to do whatever it wants. Venom has to stay within its reins because eventually they want to put him together with Spider-Man, and you can't make that movie for kids to see if Venom is this guy that is just completely just being this dark, crazy character. Like you can't just let let the reins loose with Venom uh, because you'd scare the death out of kids (laughs) (laughs) connecting to those worlds. So that's the only difference. Like, Spawn has no interest in uh, appeasing children. None whatsoever. Venom kind of somewhat unfortunately has to uh, for the long long haul. Uh, So that's the only slight difference between the two. Um, But I wish Venom could just completely be let off the loose because we would just get the
3: best Venom possible. Uh,
2: but we don't know. And you know wait, do you and real quick,
3: like one thing I would I would say, like I'm more like looking forward to Spawn being almost like Synth City, not in the yeah. aspect of like uh, the multiple storylines um, per se, but like in it kind of having like this this like film noir kind of uh, vibe to it, like from what we heard initially as far as there being like the two detectives investigating uh this ongoing like uh like death deaths of these like crime boss people, um, like I I honestly don't expect Spawn to be like the the person who gets the most screen time. Like I expect him to be like a almost like a Hannibal Lecter type thing, like the person who steals the show but not like the main character, like, I don't think we're going to see the, the same Spawn movie that we saw, um, you know, back in 97. I I think this is going to be very different and that's what excites me so much about it is like, if you get to see like these two detectives trying to solve these like slew of crimes and they like find Spawn or they, you know, they, they, you know, what have you with that. Um, And then you get, like, a a shift, Uh maybe, and, like, a little bit of uh, things from Spawn's perspective or what have you. Like, that's a super fucking cool way to set things up. And for that reason alone, like, I'm, like, optimistic about Todd McFarlane directing it simply because, like, he's envisioned this whole story in his head. And he's probably had this for a while and is finally getting the green light on it. And, like... He knows how he wants things to go. So, like, maybe it won't be, like, the, the most creative directorial type stuff, but, like, he knows how he wants to, like, see – how he sees each thing playing out. Um, so, like, you get a good director of photography and, you know, they can work together and they'll be fine. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm probably more optimistic about him directing than um, most of the, the, the panel – um, simply for that reason. Fair enough.
2: And we shall see. Uh we'll we'll know more come uh Thursday or Friday whenever it's panelists, But guys, this is a great show. Uh we got a lot of uh talked about. Uh Geek Vibes Nation, stay tuned. Me and Joel will be fully covering uh New York Comic Con this year. Fully so, covering you know. um, <laughs> um so Make sure you guys stay tuned. Stay glued to our Facebook uh, and Twitter pages uh, because all of our info that we get from the panels, interviews, we have a lot of interviews set up. So make sure you guys stay tuned for that. We will be giving you so much content from this convention. Uh, And thank you guys for tuning in to another episode of Geek Vibes Live. We will see you guys next week. Uh, Thank you very much. And stay tuned for everything that we have coming out this week. Peace. Peace.
1: Bye.